Forsaf, Season 3, Episode 21, talking about Fringe, Season 3, Episode 21, The Last Sam Weiss. I'm Charlie, joining me are Nick and David. Hi, I'm Nick. Yeah, I'm, I'm David, why are we speed? Because um, we were talking speed about speed running. Speed <laughs> Fuck you, David, I'll beat you. I'm, I'm putting it on the record here, too. <laughs> I wasn't even going to bring up the preamble conversation. Fuck why would bitch. you bring up the preamble conversation? Because I, I, I still believe. <laughs> Hey, audience, send us a video game, an obscure one, and we'll all speedrun it and submit time. But Hit also make it a strategy Twitter. game so that I have an advantage, maybe. <laughs> Are you sure? David plays a lot of Civ. Depends yeah. on which strategy, what type of strategy game. <laughs> it really does depend on the type of strategy game. It's a 4X I've got, you guys. <laughs> Specifically, a roguelike card deck building game. I think yeah, there are a few roguelike deck building strategy games that I've seen. Yeah, and Nick, now. Nick owns them all. I don't. Uh, I really no, want to get. I I on. almost got Arcanium during this, but instead I got Grifflands during the Steam Summer. Because mm-hmm. um, oh, I want to play Grifflands next. It, Wait, happened? it happened. The Summer Sale I c- already happened. I completely yeah, that missed ended. it. That happened and ended. Yeah, you had a puppy. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Speaking <laughs> you of things to buy video happening, games. what have people been up to? Puppy. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I saw Charlie in person. It was great. Oh, yeah. I also disgusting. saw Nick in person. Did Nick did you see the puppy? I did see the puppy in person as well. It was also great. Um, Nick brought over pork, and it was delicious. I did. It was tasty. Yeah. <laughs> that about sums it up. Uh, <laughs> um, Nick's been working on his thesis still. Um, oh, not just that, though. I got all my error checking code working, so now I'm just, like, making... Uh, Actually, it's a little bit turning. My uh, computer isn't <laughs> currently making loud burrs. That's supposed to be. <laughs> I thought, I thought the concerning was, oh, wait, I got all my error checking code working. Because it's always no, suspicious. I got, all my, I got all my error checking code working, which is super nice, because now I can just like run a bunch of like deep learning models and like look at the outputs. But it's currently supposed to be running, and it's not, which is concerning. Mm. So I was writing unit tests all later. day, and I always get concerned when all the red Xs go away. I don't trust that green chat mark. Uh, I remember unit test. I thought unit testing was relatively calming to do because you have a very clear list of things you need to pass. Yeah, but it's it's like I have to write the test. That's kind of mind numbing. And then something doesn't work and I'm derailed for 40 minutes debugging that. And I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot to initialize my database. Cool, 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 cool. Gonna go hit myself in the face. I've still been commuting on weekdays, and I hate every second of it. Do you still have the Friday off at least? Yeah, but that's that's nothing. It's fucking nothing. (laughs) I want every day to not be in the office. Well, David, you picked the wrong job for that. Fucking hell. (laughs) I'm going to bug my uh, boss for a raise soon. If I don't get one, I'm going to start job hunting again. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, now that the pandemic is over. Look for something closer, closer to home. Or just something where I can work from home more often. Yeah, that's fair. Working yeah. from home is super nice, I will say. Well, it's just the two hours of my life I would like back. <laughs> like, is yeah, the problem. Yeah, be like, give me a raise or pay me while I travel. Yeah, basically. Uh, just find yeah. a company that pays for the 407 for That still doesn't help that's, me. Yeah, that's not I even it worth help it. You, but... <laughs> I mean, even if you took the 407 routinely, A, I would want that to be comped, and B, no, still pay me while I travel. 
Well, no, but that's what I mean by they pay you for, like, they pay, they comp your performance. Yeah, but I, I'm I know, still but, wasting but, time. Yeah. Like, I want on... the time, not the money. I want the time. But your audiobook. Ugh, fuck the audiobooks. God, Wheel of Time. <laughs> Fucking hell, Wheel of Time. Yeah, let's spend 40 minutes talking about how these people need to find places to sleep. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Fucking hell. Glad you're having a good time with it. Yeah, David. here's here's ten minutes about the sleeping <laughs> arrangements of for these forty women. That's you want to know about that, right? Are, but David, what if not? instead you'd had to rate read that like just like in front of you? If I could read it, then I would just skip it. <laughs> you can't skim in an audio. You can't skim an audiobook. Yeah, you sort of can. Not effectively. You can skim books very like I got very good at skimming books. Looking uh, for the horny section. God, they're just skipping the horny sections. But what if instead you found the parts where they were horny for spiders? <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get too far off track, <laughs> let's talk about a show that doesn't skip the horny sections. Question does, mark? Is this episode fringe... horny? It has Sam Weiss in it, so it's instantly horny. What are you talking Professor, about? Professor Professorson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always forget he's a community. <laughs> Anyhow, the TV guide for this episode of Fringe, which is entitled The Last Sam Weiss, uh, goes, Olivia teams up with Sam Weiss, played by Kevin Corrigan, on a mission of utmost importance. Which, yeah, I guess. We are in the TV guide is out of characters uh, portion, I, I guess, of the season. So, so I was I was thinking about how we would like run this if we were doing the TV guide, and it would be something along the lines of uh, Walter embraces the mad scientist he always was. Um, Peter takes a nap like the widow baby he is, um, and Olivia <laughs> goes off with Sam Weiss for an adventure, like for like a national treasure style adventure. Sam Weiss <laughs> cucks Peter while he's in a coma. <laughs> there we go. That's it. Peter gets cucked like the beta male soy boy he is by an alpha chad named Sam Weiss. No, no, the correct term is Sigma now. Now it's all about Sigma males. They've moved hey, on. Hey, David, Wait, did you know that Omega for a little while? No, Omegas are the b- cucks. Yeah. David, uh, did you know that Sigma male is an anagram for Sam Weiss? <laughs> I'll kill you. So, so hey, David, uh, in case you're wondering, um, there, there's a lot of partial anagrams in Fringe for Sam Weiss. The important thing to note, though, is that Sam Weiss's full name is The Sam Quick Brown Fox Jumps Over the Lazy Dog Weiss. <laughs> it's a hell of a middle name. It's, it's an insane middle name. You, you'd never believe. Like, the problem with it being, like, everyone was named Sam Weiss is that, like, you know, they had to, like, add an extra name so the kids didn't, like, you know, you could tell the generations apart. The idea of his name being used in partial anagrams infuriates me because that's so fucking lazy. It's not. His name is part of an anagram. That's still lazy. That's like, oh, well, look, if, if you use every other letter, letter of the Bible, you can spell out Satan d- d- swatches you. Like, yeah, swatches? no fucking shit. What, yeah, he what swatches he... you. <laughs> he rubs is you he gently help... with a cloth. I, w- I was going to say he helps me interior design. Yes. Because <laughs> that's what I know what a swatch is. What's a swatch yeah, to you, they... David? Isn't a swatch like you can swatch something like you, but if you're like rubbing something with like a cloth, 
David, is that wash? Is that what you mean? No, like swatch. Are you thinking of swaddle? No. Swaddle? No, yeah. that's wrapping someone with something. I don't know what you mean when you say swatch in terms of like cleaning. I don't either. So hey, David, congrats. You can... Excellent. That is always my goal. <laughs> I look forward to swatching you two when I see you. <laughs> I'm concerned Don't now. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> if you say that to me when you arrive, like you're not allowed in. I'm gonna swatch you, swatch you so hard. I'm a, I'm a grape you. <laughs> Die into no, the radiator, grape you over and over again. But not only gonna swatch you, he's gonna swatch your puppy. <laughs> Okay, can we move on now? I don't like this. <laughs> this is Anyways, the problem. Back to slay the spire. No, this is the problem <laughs> for recording on weeknights. This like, David is sleep exhausted. You're not. <laughs> I'm actually pretty okay. Uh, I've been used. I'm used to getting up at like five forty-five now. So. I hope your puppy wakes you up before. No, she's actually really good. We are actually amazed. We visited my girlfriend's parents on the weekend, and she mm-hmm. slept all the way in to 6.45, and we were amazed. Oh. She did play with a super excited Britney Spaniel, though. All tired out. Speak- yeah. Speaking of sleeping, though, uh, unlike Charlie, Peter cannot get up on time. Uh, oh, wow. Fringe, and- right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, hey, and this is the second last now. episode of the season. We're on the season finale next up. Yeah. Yeah. And they play it like that this entire episode. <laughs> this entire episode is just a long prologue to the next episode. It it's really an edge. is. Fringe is uh, edging. Do you not like edging? N- no. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> do you do you um, like having to explain edging to your friends during a D and D session? <laughs> do you like edging, Nick? Is that why you want to change the topic so fast? No. <laughs> No, you don't like edging, or no, you don't want to change the topic? (laughs) Both? Okay. Peter (laughs) is in a coma, and Walter is sleeping in his hospital room, being like, come on, Peter, time to wake up and made cookies. But, like, that's not how comas work, and Walter should know that. Also, he says it less creepily. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) By saying it less creepily, you mean he doesn't say it at all? Yeah. Instead, he's just checking up, you know, on his son to make sure that his son's okay. Whenever a doctor comes in, he says, I'm a better doctor than you, and shoes them away. (laughs) Get Uh, the fuck out of here. They run into Astrid, and she's like, here, here's $10. I'm sorry that he yelled at you. (laughs) Only $10? Yeah, only $10. This is the FBI, not the CIA. The CIA just shoots the doctors. Well, I guess the $10 (laughs) add up if it's every time. (laughs) Yeah. They're actually nurses and um, new residents are just lining up to get yelled at. Anyways, uh, yeah, we come in. Um, Peter is doing surprisingly well for uh, su- suffering a major head trauma. Um, yep. And his vitals are doing pretty well. Um, but um, Walter is afraid that, you know, Peter might have suffered a fairly major concussion. And maybe he won't have any, like, you know, won't be able to, like, remember things or, like, form new memories. Who knows? Yeah. Turns out they be scary. Well, also turns out getting shocked with that much electricity isn't good for your brain, which, if I'm correct, runs on electricity. Shocking. Electrifying. Other electricity puns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anyways. (laughs) 
fuck, that's the best one. <laughs> oh, but Astrid manages to get Walter to like stop fussing because oh hey look the cafeteria has tapioca pudding, and Walter's like mm, yes pudding is more important than making sure my son doesn't die in his sleep. Let's go. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure the doctors, if you know, if there was any change to his vital signs, would come in and check on him. You know, yeah. as as course, their job it, is, as their job is, and as we see them do later on in the episode. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Because then we cut to a highway in uh, Massachusetts, and a family's just like cruising down the road. Kids watching porn in the back seat, headphones on, <laughs> naturally. And then he notices that the hair on his arm is standing up straight, not because he's edging, but because oh look, there's lightning coming out of nowhere. Well, I think like he, there's there's he no hears storm it first. Yeah, he hears it first, looks go and goes, oh, that's weird. And then we get the, like, well, the no, Spider-Man he, scene where all the hair. He does not his... hear it first. There is very much the the same Northern Lights that we saw last time happening in the distance. Uh, does he not hear it first? Because I thought that's why he took off his headphones. No. He's still got his headphones on. He's still listening. And then he sees it. And then he has the goosebumps happen. Um, but yeah, we get the Spider-Man scene where the arms go up in his... Uh, that the arms go up, up on his hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The hair goes up in his arm and he tells his fat Filipino friend, like, hey, distract everyone while I web swing out this window. Um, yes, that's definitely what happens um, in our Ford car. I, I as... think Charlie watched uh, Infinity War by accident instead of Fringe. <laughs> It's entirely possible. Uh, also, one of the cars gets struck by like the out of nowhere lightning and flips. Yes. So I think that's a reaction of the driver. I think that's them getting shocked by lightning and freaking the fuck out and flipping the car. Yeah, jerking I, the steering wheel just as far as they could one way. And flipping the car by accident. Because they're driving at highway <laughs> speeds as well. So that's like, what, 80 miles an hour, 100 kilometers? But yeah, Very uh, fortunately. Fortunately, that's the car in front of the car that we're following. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fortunately, they've got some of that good Ford brakes because they have this incredible stopping Listen, distance. They have an amazing Ford Focus that instantly stops. And the dr- dad's like, don't worry, I got this. Puts it into re- reverse and the rear view camera turns on. <laughs> we, get to, a we get a clean brief look shot. at the rear view camera. It's a clean shot of him just staring at the camera and then just whipping it back. And then as he pulls back, the camera lands exactly on the focus logo <laughs> of the car. Like, it's, it's, it's beautiful and the car doesn't have a scratch on it, even though every other car on the highway is like some beat up old unmarked SUV. No, 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 no. If, dist- if you look a little bit in the distance, the other cars that are no worse for wear also have a Ford logo. Um, the there's Ford like cars three of them immaculate. in that scene. <laughs> yeah, but then the dad's like, oh, stay here. I'm going to go see what, what's going on. Because, you know, that's exactly what you do when you have electrical strikes near your vehicle is you, you get, get out of your yeah. vehicle. Not get that, out of the vehicle not that's that rubber... isolating you and will likely not hurt yeah. you if you get struck. <laughs> yeah, that's like the number one thing they teach you is your car has rubber tires. It is a safe ground insulator. Stay in your car. If like an electrical <laughs> pole falls... Don't touch the metal things if you can. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's just random lightning strikes out of nowhere happening all over this freeway. And that's our... That's our cold open. It's not a great cold open. It's weird, though, because you're like, oh, the universe is breaking down. What's Walter going to pitch about now? I did like the random lightning coming out of nowhere effects. I thought that was a really cool image. It's pretty cool. Like, definitely super cool. Like, oh, my God, the world is like lightning coming out of nowhere. Um, 
The dad does have a weird conversation with the mom where he's like, I'm going to go out and look. And the mom's like, no, that's dangerous. And he's like, shut up. You'll be safe in the car. And he leaves. <laughs> Which I thought it's, was weird. It's such an action movie like moment that Fringe decided this, to toss in this, here. Do you guys remember um, after Justice League came out for a while? Um, I think just Warner Brothers something had a deal with a car company, Cadillac or something. And they were doing these weird car commercials where batman or like wonder woman were driving cadillacs no i did like, not see those there was definitely a thing where it was just it was affleck bat batflick driving like some sort of fancy car through um literally the justice league movie where like doomsday was invading and he's just whipping through and dodging things and it's just like cadillac i was like wait what that's fucking biz- i mean it can't be Incredible. any worse than the stupid um what was it, Toyota Star Wars commercials? Where it's like, oh, we got smart lane assist so that if you can't drive in between the lines, the car will do it for you. I, I don't know. I have issues oh, yeah. there with some, modern there were some car ones. shit. But hey, uh, like, let's move away from our car ads. I'm sure we won't get another zoomed in Ford logo at all this episode. Sponsor uh, us, Ford. We'll stop <laughs> shitting on you so much if you just give us money. No, we won't. Our ironic um, claims about the incredibleness of Ford cars will instead turn into completely unironic claims about. Ford <laughs> or even cars. even better, just like give me a car. I'm gonna need one eventually, so just give me a car for free. Hey, just give me a car. I will shill I, uh, for you for years. Just give me a car for the entire life of that car. That would be an interesting proposition. <laughs> because <laughs> what if you get into an accident like the next day <laughs> then i get to shit then, on ford <laughs> then they gotta oh, either buy a right. new car or and marvel was doing ones too. all right no, but guess... were they but were they talking with sam weiss about the the machine as the machine. they stand next to anna torv and go what's up with this fucking machine yeah, in the secure military base that this random guy has just been allowed into. Charles, I think what you mean is the beep, as you called it last time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking yes. about. That never happened. It's definitely not, you know, recorded for posterity. I definitely couldn't go find that audio right now. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Olivia's talking about or Olivia and Sam were talking about, hey, the machines are active. It looks like they're quantum entangled with their alternate universe counterparts. And so this machine was activated because the one in Walternate's universe was activated. And Sam is very confused because he's like, only confused Peter can activate this machine. It was it makes, literally built for him. It makes zero sense that the machine is activated. And especially that the alternate universe activated their machine first. Like yeah, this is Peter, not supposed to happen. Peter is here. I can only properly cuck him if he's in this universe. <laughs> and this Sam's like, oh, I got a very scientific experiment to do. And he throws a metallic pen at the machine and it gets thrown back by some sort of force field. And I'm like, what if the that hit goes, you? Yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if that hit you? Well, what my if question that killed is- Olivia? My question is, why didn't anyone test that first before we sent Peter in? 
<laughs> yeah, really. Well, because I'm sure they did, and then they went, but it'll be fine. Peter's different. The machine's made for him. Why didn't they test with Peter's blood or something? Throw some of his blood on the machine and see if that gets repelled. Because, David, that's his blood. That's not his life essence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he has to come on the machine then. <laughs> Damn it, you stole my joke. <laughs> he does. That's why we're edging him. <laughs> oh, God. Hi, Echo. <coughs> Don't talk to my cat. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but Sam's anyways, like, they... the machine yeah. has been tricked to think that Peter's already inside of it, so it's preventing anything else from going near it, which seems like poor design. Like, that would imply that the creator of this machine knew that it could be tricked, or else why wouldn't you allow Peter to still interact with the machine? Well, that also, like, there's some weird artificial intelligence or, like, just regular intelligence going on with the machine at this point. Yeah, listen, the ancients built it. Look at that cool-ass language that they had. Don't worry about the fact that they've got, like, a bunch of just random, uh, like, DNA code <laughs> as well. Well, it's Peter's. Their stuff. It's Peter's DNA sequence, right? Yeah. Uh, I. It's small parts of Peter's DNA sequence. Uh how Listen, long is the human is someone's DNA sequence? Like, how many pages would that be? Literally billions of duplicates of like the like things that I'm forgetting the name of, like base pairs. Literally duplicates, yeah. like billions of base pairs. We don't I think it yeah. might be ten billion. A lot of it we just, we call junk code because we don't know what it does, even though it's not really junk code. Like, it definitely is doing stuff. We just don't know what it is. Six point four yep. billion four letters billion. long. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Now print that out onto a piece of paper. No. You could probably Depends get the... your like your genome printed out if you wanted to, if you were that vain. <laughs> if, it would probably cost you a decent amount. Really. Bezos should do that on his spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Just have his genome printed on the outside, like wallpaper. Uh, anyways, um, let's get back to our... Um, you know, the crowbar that we're talking about in this episode. Uh, right, right. Because so they're like, oh, what do we do? How do we get inside? Because obviously we need to get Peter inside to like turn off the machine. And Sam Weiss is like, oh, I know. So uh, in case of emergency, break a glass. And he opens this new page, shows the crowbar hidden in a box, right? Yes. And look, there's a key for it. Uh, but we got to go collect both parts. Let's go on our let's go on our treasure chat uh, treasure chase. The crowbar will be able to stop the force field uh, enough that we can get Peter inside. Yes. Um, and we swap back over to the hospital um, with that knowledge where horrible things are happening. Just just horrible things. Walter um, can't find any classic fruit cups anymore because they don't make them. Oh, my God. Terrible. There are hundreds <laughs> of people with quote unquote second degree burns. That dude we see later on does not look second degree burnt. <laughs> There's a nurse saying, yeah, no, they've got second-degree burns, and then they zoom in on someone with third-degree burns at least. Like, a full burn as well. Like, it's horrific. But hey, um, yeah, no, they've um, got a couple of the people who are victims of these lightning strikes, and they do not. Um, no. They look like they've been struck by lightning. Um, Surprisingly not a fun thing that happens to you. Yeah. Well, they... They could be second degree if they're not deep burns. I think that's the 
distinction between second and third is third affects like yes. multiple it's, layers it's um penetration of the burn is how they rate them but i'm just saying those yeah, don't look like second degrees like that's they fair. look real bad also i i feel very confident that lightning likely doesn't give you second degree. uh lightning well, hey, probably this is, gives you third this is alternate universe destroying lightning so like you don't know but hey um peter or uh, walter walter and astrid walter and astrid are like hey maybe there was just like a freak lightning storm um you know maybe this isn't related at all and then broils walks in and they're like ah He's like lightning <laughs> coming out of the sky Broils like, goes ah, i see you found the victims <laughs> <laughs> oh good you've already arrived <laughs> They're like, we were here because Peter's in a coma. And he's like, Peter's in a fucking coma? No, no. Stop smoking goes, weed at work. Burroughs, of course, goes, ah, I see you discovered Peter's in a coma. <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder why all those people look so fucked. Receives a phone call. Ah, I see you've discovered the case of the lightning people. <laughs> We've been keeping this section of the freeway a mystery for years. <laughs> but then those damn Ford Focuses got past our barriers. <laughs> Such too good, good cars. They're too fast. Look at that maneuverability. Those <laughs> those tight turns. Stop, fast stop lines. And now, Guardian, I need you to stop this cabal of Ford Focuses. <laughs> oh, all right. Man, now that we've shame. now that we've gone through all of our Lance Reddick. Uh... <laughs> It's a shame Destiny 2 is a shit game now. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Um, are we... Uh, Where we've uh, learned Astrid that these lightning and, strikes... Yeah. yeah. Astrid and Walter are going to head back to the lab and well, just no, have the um, hospital well, no. call them. Astrid wants them to go back to the lab. Yeah. Yeah. Walter wants... wants to stay with his son because, you know, the world is ending. He's done everything he can. I'm, I'm going to spend my last moments with my And then Astrid's like, wait, but what happened? Like, we can, we can solve this, right? We can figure this out. And Walter's like, no, there's nothing we can do. I even asked God for help. Like, he didn't answer me. There's nothing we can do. And Astrid's and then... like, I failed, you... my, I failed my religion role. Um... <laughs> Astrid's like, didn't you kill God at some point? Did you prove that you killed God? But yeah, this is the weird religious uh, moment of this episode because Astrid is like, God only helps those who help themselves. Like, see, I like to take this as a complete D and D thing where Walter's like, "Damn it, I failed my uh, I failed my religion role. Um, he, he's not going to help. I'm going to go spend time." And Astrid's like, "Listen, but if you go do other things, maybe you'll get advantage." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Walter's way of God helps those who help themselves is to get struck by lightning. While flying yes. a kite. Well, he's like, yeah. I, you this know is where said Walter goes before? into full mad scientist phase. <laughs> well, he does have like a chain of like thought here because he's like, the person who said that before was um, Benjamin Franklin. I know, I need a kite. Time to reenact Benjamin Franklin. Um... But but it's okay because he's got a rubber glove on, which means the lightning traveling down that kite surely won't kill him. <laughs> But but he has that, there, and also the kite is attached to other wires leading into the machinery. Yeah. But before we get there, let's instead go to uh, St. Arthalaeus Cemetery. Word art. Word art. Yes. 
Yeah. We get word art. Um, yeah. Where we're visiting, I guess, the tomb of of a Sam Weiss because there's yes. giant Weiss writing on the top of it. It is it um, is Sam Weiss six generations before Sam Weiss. Yes, because this yes. Sam Weiss is the seventh person to hold. This is the first Sam Weiss. No, this yeah. is not the first Sam Weiss. Is it there not? were Sam Weisses said... before. This is Sam Weiss six generations removed. Okay, but there said... there are then Sam Weisses before that uncovered other parts of the manuscript and did hunt. No, those were Sam Weiss later Sam Weisses. No, yes. they were not. But yes. He also says so Sam Weiss says, um the stone the coffin Sam Weiss, the six generations back, was the one that uncovered the manuscript while he was yeah. digging for all things of Mastodon bone. But he didn't write the first people book. A different Samwise writer. Yeah. You have it backwards, Nick. The one in the coffin is the first Samwise. Okay. The one in the coffin is the first Samwise. He found the manuscript. Then the other Samwises after him finished, like completed the manuscript and wrote the first book. First people book. Okay. Yeah, no, I just the yeah. way that it was said in the scene, it was like, because Olivia says something, he's like, no, that was the fifth Samwise, um, the third yeah, yeah. and fourth. And I'm like, oh, cool. So he's talking about the fifth and there were third and fourth. But no, you're right. Yeah. Um, going back and listening again. I will not. <laughs> um, but they end up finding the box and they're like, excellent. We have the box. Now let's go get the key. And Samwise is like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. He has like a crisis of faith. And Olivia's like, I have a gun. I will shoot you. Let's go get the key. <laughs> You don't get a choice anymore. We just grave robbed from your great-great-great-grandfather. Uh, um, we're going to keep going now. Uh, and Samwise is like, all right, okay, that makes sense to me. Let's go. Yeah, because he was basically uh, like, I'm supposed to protect the machine. No one ever said to use the crowbar unless something catastrophic is going on. Maybe something will, will fix itself. And Olivia's like, I have a gun. No, get the fuck out of here. Olivia's we, on a we weird side. Like, escort and like npc escort side quest right now <laughs> this i i so i'm, I'm just gonna come out I, I love this episode for the really weird fucking storylines that we're getting throughout it because like we've it's <laughs> this episode is so weird we'll talk about it more later on but i feel like you could cut this episode out and replace it with a one minute scene and you would have all of this episode like Neatly, yeah, but I love this episode. I'm so I, I love that they turned one minute into 42 minutes. It's just um, so, this... it's so pointless. Like, everything that happens it's... in here is pointless. Yeah, I love it because it's, it's the second last episode of a season. <laughs> just, yeah, oh, it's, they, but they didn't have this problem before with the previous seasons. Like, season one and season two both had banger, like, two part finales. This full on feels like. Fuck, we, we have an extra episode. Uh, I, I, Peter gets put in a coma, uh, and then Olivia needs to go on a fetch quest. <laughs> like, to oh, be but fair, then Peter, we do have Peter, an, ep- an extra episode, because this is episode 21, which is normally their season finale. Yeah, yeah. that's why. This feels so wonky. <laughs> but, it, but then Peter wakes up from the coma and is just allowed to walk out of the hospital because the nurse is like, we got too many burn victims, don't move. Well, the Guy nurse I thought was, had yeah. a very um, 2020 line here. Where she said, we don't have enough ICU beds. Yeah, this entire episode, once again, fucking harkens to the, the current age. Um, millions of lightning strikes all happening in one location. Hmm, that didn't happen in, like, you know, the Western um, North America a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Western North beds. America. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I can't skip over that. 
What if we took all of the states and cut them into North and South? So we could have North, North Dakota and South, South Dakota. Ooh, and like also it. North, North, South, South and South, North. <laughs> South, North Dakota is my favorite. Uh, wait, do we also then get uh, East, West Virginia and West, West Virginia? And then no, Virginia, we get, no. Virginia, we get Virginia, North, Virginia. West Virginia and South, West Virginia. <laughs> and then North Virginia, South Virginia. Yes. I mean, I think. Uh, the parents of Northwest would sue over that, surely. <laughs> <laughs> like, Anyways. Um... Anyway, we get... I will say this episode is fun just because Samwise is in it. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the actor has fun with everything because... Um, oh, no, we, we're not there yet. It's... No, no, um, no we, Peter... first get, uh, we first yeah. get the struck by lightning scene. Um... Yes. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Walter gets struck by lightning. And uh, Astrid's like, oh, I can't tell the re- the readings are too high. Like, I can't get anything out of it. Like, what about the uh, pressure? She's like, I don't know. And then Walter gets struck by lightning again. And he's like, oh, my God, I got struck by lightning twice. I know exactly. Pack everything up, Astro. We're leaving. We know what to do. Or does he say ostrich here or something? We know ostrich happened earlier in the episode. It was. Oh, great. my God. Ostrich, I think, is the best one so far. <laughs> But yeah, he's basically like they need to start looking where the lightning strikes are happening repeatedly, because no order one gets to find st- <gasps> a pattern. Ooh. Whoa, tying it back all together. It's almost I like this fully was expected, the final season. I fully expected the pattern just to be the same pattern as season one. That would have been beautiful. Oh, look, it, it centers on Reed and Lake again. Huh? Who could have seen this coming? I thought it'd be really funny. It was just like, oh, I guess we got to go back to Raiden Lake. Yep. Every season finale is at Raiden Lake. <laughs> but yeah, Peter wakes up from his coma and the nurse is like, uh, hey, we're too busy. You're not in pain after your coma, right? And he's like, well, no. Well, no, she's, well, no like, he... she's, she's like looking at him and she sees all the, the wounds on him and she's like, are, are you okay? And Peter's like, uh, uh, and she's like, and then she gets called away because of a burn victim is like going into like um, cardiac arrest. <laughs> And she's like, stay here. And then Peter just wanders off. Well, Peter also doesn't know his name. Yeah. She's yes. like, what's your name? And he's There's... like, I guess. She's like, are you a patient? And he looks at the patient tag on his wrist and goes, oh. <laughs> I think I know my name now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, this, this hospital is being incredibly, like, you know, I guess swamped. Yeah. Yeah, overwhelmed considering, yeah, Peter wakes up from his coma. Um, the machines should then start beeping like fuck because he removes himself from all of them. Beeping uh, like fuck. They didn't have him on a uh, drip, did they? I didn't see one. They did. They did? They did oh have my god, you should not remove those yourself. Yeah, no, you bleed <laughs> yeah. like crazy, don't you? If, hey, you, audience, if you don't, don't do it do properly, that. yeah, you bleed like crazy because it's in your veins. <laughs> hey audience, let a medical professional do the medical professional stuff. Don't follow TV shows. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate it. I hate getting those. It always feels creepy. <laughs> Never gotten one of those. Mainly because I don't get concussions oh. or choke on food. Well, oh yeah, I did get one for the concussion. I also had to get one for the, yeah for the choking. Yeah, you, you named both. <laughs> you named both times. Oh, I've only, what things I've only has had David been in the hospital for? <laughs> I've only I've only had to got, get them when I've been like put fully under for surgery. Never had surgery either. Well, n- not since I was a baby. Um, yeah, no. I, wisdom does wisdom teeth removal count as surgery? I feel like that's still surgery. That, that is that is surgery. Did you get yeah. put fully out for that? Um, not 
through like the veins. I got like the gas. I believe. I believe I still got IV, but I didn't get fully put out. Um, time just sort of like moved quickly. It was great. Well, they usually don't like put you out for that. They give you the thing that makes you for- like, forget because they need you conscious, right, to hold your mouth open. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you the stuff that makes you forget. Is such yeah. a weird way to they describe do, no, but local that is what anesthetic. It is. No, I, I, I understand, but it's just like, were you interrogated by the CIA at the same time? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> That's the weirdest fucking part. So I will say, as like having been put fully out, that was some of the like waking up in a completely different room was like so fucking weird. Uh, That's well, why I don't I... get blackout drunk. The weirdest thing is waking up and then also like sitting fully, like sitting straight up after, when you wake up or when you come to, I think is the weirdest part. It's the like, oh no, not, David. Waking, not waking up while lying down or anything, waking up while like being standing up and alert and then going, wait, what? Oh no, I, yeah, no, for, for mine, no, when I, when mm-hmm. I woke up, I woke up and it was the middle of the summer yeah. with like seven blankets on me and a nurse oh, over top okay. saying, yeah, no, his, uh. Body temperature went to these levels, which oh, were yeah, not but the that's correct levels. That's because you have the weird ginger thing where they overdosed you because they're like, he's ginger. His gingers are resistant to like anesthetic or something, right? So they overdo uh, it? Yeah, I just, I just had a bad reaction to yeah. local anesthetic it was, or to uh, full anesthetic. It was not good. Um, Anyhow, for hey. more parallels to modern day, a, this hospital would also not be overwhelmed if people would just stay inside. Well, no, actually, because they mentioned later on that there are lightning storms yeah, no, inside we're, we're buildings. About to go to, we're about to go to... Uh, <laughs> so they the, wouldn't have been okay. <laughs> go underground like everyone should have during COVID. Just mole people. Being mole people. You know the voice yeah, audience. Uh, Peter, Peter just like grabs his coat and fucks off and sees all the lightning strikes happening outside Pittsfield. It's like, and what? decides just to leave. Which yeah. I think is another very pretty sort of decomposition of him looking out to just all the lightning strikes. Yeah. And he gets in, uh, he hails a cab and it's like, hey, take me, I need a lift to 42nd in Lexington. And the cab driver's like, that's in New York. You know where you are, right? You, you okay, bud? You got a lot of scars on your face that look very fresh. I think um, yeah. this is shocking where multiple people now have looked at Peter, seen all of the injuries, and gone, hey, hey, are you okay? Which I don't think ever happens in television. And, and Peter both times goes, and they go, okay. Well, no, this time Peter pulls out a credit card, and the guy goes, okay. He's like, I know what I said. Drive, monkey. Uh and then my favorite scene with Sam Weiss is Sam and Olivia drive up to uh, Whitley Museum in Boston. Mm-hmm. And there's like the lightning strikes are causing chaos and like cops have set up a, a radius and they approach the police barricade and Olivia's like FBI and Sam Weiss is like Sam Weiss card holding member of Whitley Museum since like 88 <laughs> <Yeah>, 1982. <laughs> I just love, he's like, I don't give a shit. I don't care if they'll kick me out for this. They have to know. <laughs> well, I, 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 like in, I, I like to think in Sam Weiss's head, he's like, this gives me authority to be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Olivia, Sam Weiss, um, then discuss to the museum's director. They're like, hey, we need to go inside the museum. So do you have the blueprints? Okay, so this is where the key is. She's like, 
yeah um i did that does it like uh exhibit myself there's no key there in some ways it's like no trust me it's there <laughs> i know this better than you do you're just a museum curator <laughs> Um, and they're like, okay, I guess the fastest way through is through the main entrance and then just sprint towards it. Be careful, though, because there is lightning storms inside the building. Indoors. Don't die. And Olivia's like, I guess we'll take that risk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't die. Thanks for the tip. I was planning on dying. <laughs> uh, but hey, let's cut back to um, Walter and Astrid here as we continue our weird three, like, we, we have an A, B, and C story episode. Yeah. So we're back to the which plot do we want to call this? Is this the A plot or the B plot? Because Peter's definitely the C plot in this episode. Uh, I think Olivia's the A plot, and then this is the B plot. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so we got our B plot here. So they, uh, Walter, Walter and Astrid are sort of plotting out the different, uh, what is it, uh, radiation level, frequency of lightning strikes, and some other third thing. Yeah. Yeah. Radiation, um, thermo, thermic events. Mm -hmm. um, Thermic events, which is what, it gets strip. really hot or cold somewhere? Which is also a form of radiation, so it's also a radiation. Yeah, they're different radiation events. Don't worry about the, like, small nukes that are going off in some locations. <laughs> they're, like, seismic, thermal, and radiation, I think. So they're also looking at, like... Yeah. But so yeah. they are marking it on their sort of map of Boston, where all these things well, are happening. Well, map of, like, just, like, part of the U.S., like... Yeah. Eastern and, US, Eastern Seaboard. Yeah. Right, 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 because it has to include New York. <laughs> and they're they're marking it off, and then they're like, okay, let's overlay it to see the pattern. And this is, the, I think, the laziest the fringe writers have ever been. Because no, uh, no, I disagree. The season I... one drawing a s <laughs> Olivia walking up to the events and drawing a fucking spiral inwards was way lazier. They're really <laughs> bad when there's points on a map. The like, fringe there, team is there, so bad at points on the map. There are so many interesting things you could do here. And it's like, no, all of these things are exactly on top of each other. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? How did they no one notice this? They could make it too difficult for the, for the audience. <laughs> it's like, you mean when you were marking them down, you didn't realize this? Before putting them all over each other? Like... Oh, Come look, we have, we have a seismic event in Yonkers. Oh, we have a thermal event in Yonkers. Oh, we have a radioactive event in Yonkers. Uh, who knows Why what this could mean? Why is anyone still living in Yonkers? <laughs> there must be no connection. Wait, we put them on top. They're on top of each other. What? My God. How did we not see this before? I mean, I feel Ostrich, like that's... you're a genius. I feel like that's most shows with, like, points on a map, though, is, like, you need someone to be like, oh, there's no connection here. And then someone comes up and draws a line and goes, there's your connection. He's killing yeah. at Motel 8s. <laughs> I hope you're excited like, for How the next you know? D &D game where you guys are going to get given a map and dots on it. Don't do Don't it. Don't do it, David. Don't do it. Because I will forget this conversation. <laughs> I won't, and I'll be upset. I'm betting on it. <laughs> um. Oh. But then they are sort of come to the conclusion that, hey, these things are sort of uh, isolated or surrounding a certain area. It's leading from uh, the massive dynamic lab or storage room where we have the machine stored all the way to Liberty Island. Wow. What um, could this mean? <laughs> it must mean that the other device is there. Which they already knew you that know. the Department of Defense's like, office is there as well. So pretty safe bet. Um, 
They're like, and Walter rushes off to go yeah. speak with Broyles and barges in as Broyles is having one of his important, you know, military discussions. <laughs> and Walter's um, like, "Get shut the fuck up! It's science demonstration time, bitch!" With magnets, I'm gonna sit Broyles on your like, desk. I'll call you back. <laughs> I'll call you back. I guess we we got mad scientist Walter here. And then Walter uh, does the ultimate power move by sitting at Broyles' desk <laughs> in his chair. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, pours iron filings out on like a plastic sheet and he takes yeah. two magnets puts them under and starts shaking the uh, sheet so that the um, iron filings start forming the magnetic uh, fields of the magnets and he's like you see these two magnets represent the machines and the iron filings are the incidents and they're basically they're causing these two uh, the distance between them is totally fucked up in the universe but if we bring them together then there'll be less uh, things fucked up, and it'll buy us time. And Broyles is like, point, but Broyles won't that make it worse? Because <laughs> it's stronger together? I do love how when Walter sits down with this tray, Broyles kind of just goes, oh, okay, let's let him do the demonstration, and then I can get on with my fucking day. So why didn't they just take them as far away from each other as possible? Because then you would have i would i would assume if they can like if they're quantum entangled i Mm. don't think distance really matters and they just cause more destruction along that line no but they said that if we bring them closer it's a stronger effect so if we bring them farther apart that must mean it's a weaker effect so i think that you still have strong effects at both points but that you're going to so by bringing them both together those strong points are going to be in the same spot so you're going to have more stuff there but you're still going to have the same amount of strong stuff at each end. You're just also going to have shit down the middle. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. I can buy that. Yeah. Because that's essentially what's happening with the magnets here when Walter brings them together. So you've got mm-hmm. those two clumps of iron filings coming together, but it's clear all around. Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Boom. Uh, science, and, bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> their bros is like, hey, this is kind of tricky to do. And Walter's like, I don't give a shit. Just do it. It'll buy us enough. Time don't worry. Astrid's already, Astrid's already on the logistics because, you know, despite the fact that Astrid is a cryptographer, um, a programmer, like, a lab programmer, assistant, lab assistant, also a supply also chain like, expert, a, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> also an expert at supply chain management and transportation. <laughs> um, why are you paying her minimum wage? <laughs> at this point, I'm assuming she's like just perpetually in a contract with Massive Dynamic to be Walter's handler. And she just hasn't told the FBI yet. She probably makes absolute bank. <laughs> or yeah. garbage. She might make garbage. I think she makes bank by babysitting Walter for Massive Dynamic and makes garbage money from the FBI. <laughs> 100% from the FBI, she makes absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, given, given how they fucking treat her. But yeah, uh, they decide to bring the machine all the way across the water to Liberty Isle, which I'm sure yep, that... So that, you know, all of these events can happen and be more intense right around New York City. But it'll buy them time. Yeah, and then yes. we cut to another great Samwise scene because we're back to the museum and they found the tablet and Sam picks up a tomahawk because they're in the Native American exhibit and the only way to show that they're in the Native American exhibit is to have a tomahawk. Um, and he's about yes. to break the glass case and Olivia shoves him out of the way because there's an indoor lightning strike mm-hmm. and they grab the tablet and run but I guess the lightning strike is fucking with security systems because a gate is falling and we get or you know Sam Weiss breaking into one of the uh, yeah, you know, exhibits, exhibits. 
But there's already there's already shattered glass on the ground. So why didn't those gates drop earlier? Like some of those display cases. I'm, were I'm broken. assuming they started to drop as soon as all the shattered glass happened. No, no. Only some of the exhibits have the automatic yeah. alarm system. Some of the things are like we it's... can lose that. That's fine. But uh, we get a payoff to Sam running a bowling alley, which isn't something <laughs> I expected we were gonna get because he gets a fucking statue head. Because they're trying to shut down Olivia's flicking, madly flicking fuse box switches, which I'm like, you don't have to madly do it. You just take your hand and go thunk, 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 and you're done. But whatever. And he grabs a statue head and bowls it and hits a pot display at the far end of the room, which falls off its pedestal, rolls, and stops the gate from closing. And it's a payoff to something I didn't know I needed. Again, this episode is nonsense. (laughs) It's a it's beautiful nonsense. This I can't episode, wait for David's like two rating on this, this episode. I'm gonna give it like a four. Absolute <laughs> nonsense. Anyways, yeah, right. Akiva bust... did not write this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shit, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, we um we cut to them back outside, um, trying to figure out, you know, how to insert the key, which turns out to just be a metal bar. Um, into yes. the box that has no openings. <laughs> Sam's like, I've seen this so many times with my father. I don't know where this key fits. And Olivia's like, it's a magnet. <laughs> like, Olivia just like holy starts shit. turning the box around and just slamming it against the... Uh... She's like, holy shit, you NPC. Have you never done an escape room before? <laughs> uh, NPC but... is like one of the greatest insults you can tell someone, right? <laughs> Call them an NPC. It is pretty good. But inside the box is a rolled up piece of paper. Oh, hey, look, it's it looks very similar to the one drawing we had of P- of the piece of paper with Peter's DNA sequence and fire coming out of his eyes. But oh, look, it's Olivia. How the fuck? I guess they're they're fated to be together because they're both on these sheets of paper. Yep. Wow. The uh, first, the first ones were giant Olivia Peter shippers as well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done if there was a third piece of paper that had John Lincoln? Smith? No, it just oh. had John Smith on it. I thought it'd be funny if it was just Lincoln. <laughs> it's just a big X over his face. Like, no, don't let this guy near Olivia. <laughs> Kill him to save the world. No, just they bring oh. back John Smith for this one episode. Was his name John Smith? I think it was John Scott or something. Yeah, John, John Scott. Scott. It yeah. was John Scott. Well done, David. You remember more than Charlie. <laughs> like, he wasn't that. Like It wasn't literally John Smith of all names. We've made the joke where it's close. so close to him being the, the plain white guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great because so we cut back to the lab and Walter's examining the piece of paper and he notices there's some like streams coming off from behind Olivia. Oh, where does this match up to? And he's like turning the piece of paper and bending it and folding it. And Sam is like, hey, maybe be fucking careful. Seven generations of my family have taken care of this. Don't break it. And Walter's like, ah, here, let me just, you know, loop it around to where these strands line up. And look, it all makes sense. Olivia's connected to the machine. We need to <gasps> invert the Taurus and then we can travel back in time. <laughs> Little end game joke for you guys. Um, but they're oh, discussing about what to do, and they're like, "Wait, how can I like stop the force field? That doesn't make any sense." Um, and then and Walter's like, "Telekinesis. You've already done it." 
when Walter is like, you have the ability to move things with your mind or like bend things. And she's like, wait, what? And then Walter goes on a very long rant about how uh, pyrokinesis is really just telekinesis because heat is just <laughs> it's just movement. So when you make things hot, you're really just using telekinesis to move atoms together. Which, I mean, he's not wrong. Uh, but yeah, we um, we get our our callback to season one um, again in this episode when uh, they bring up, hey, remember those terrorists that we just have never talked about since you know they're gone. Um, <laughs> ZFT. Hey, do you remember ZFT? They... No, was that, that in season thing. one? Was the, the light yes. bomb in season one? Oh my god! Yes, so long and then, ago. And then we never talked about it again. They're like, and it's it's great because like you can take it as in like ZFT was never like they they were like cool. We had a fun thing for season one. Now it's like actually do like an arc from season two to like you know the rest of the like series. Um, but they're like, here we got to bring it back at least once. Well, I think just and look. It was all preparing. I think ZFC just like their leader got destroyed, right? Yep, legitimately. <laughs> Olivia, Olivia did some bad shit to him. <laughs> he got, uh, he got sliced. Yeah. Like, yeah, Olivia, you're able to turn off a bomb with your mind. You can, you can do this. We believe in you. And Jones. I think they start trying to do like some sort of <laughs> test. What, what's the test again? Well, they tried. To set well, because it's, it's she needs to turn off the machine in the other universe without crossing over universes. Oh, so right, they right, go right. to the uh, antique typewriter that's quantum entangled, the Selectric one, and uh, try to have her type keys on the quantum entangled pair in the other universe mm-hmm. as part of like her training. Right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, it's spoiler alert. It doesn't work. Um, yeah. She's yeah. getting frustrated. Freaked out, and Walter's like, "Oh, you can do it! I didn't make you a weapon for nothing. I didn't experiment I didn't you make as you a, a child for no reason." ZFT didn't try and uh, like you know radicalize you for no reason. Like there, there was a reason that they did all those things. Listen, all those people got skin grown over their mouths for a reason. <laughs> Don't bring that up. <laughs> Ugh. ZFT is the the best. Like, hey, look, we had to have bad guys for season one. Um, but like, yeah, we're just never gonna bring this up again. <laughs> they could have been more. What about those people who kept speaking Latin through the ghost network? What happened to them? <laughs> oh so, god. So so I think the most upsetting thing about ZFT is they've now like so easily brought up how the entire like manuscript of like look, the destruction of the universe through technology, that is happening right now. Um and like, look, ZFT had some stuff right. They were just like misled, and there could have been this whole like arc about that. But no, they're like, no, we're leaving that in season one. We'll have the one throwaway line of the bo- of the uh, light bomb, and that is all that we get from that. I mean, they were talking about it through like the increases and advances in technology, not super ancient, albeit advanced tech. To be fair, it wasn't. It was through increases in the advancement of technology. Walter advanced technology way farther than he was supposed to across universes. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that they're still using ancient technology kind of ruins that. Because like, if the well, didn't if the didn't, world-ending device exists already in the past, eventually it's gonna get used. Well, like... no, 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 no. They could they could claim that because William Bell wrote that manifesto after Walter crossed over, didn't he? Because they talk about preparing soldiers for the coming war. Yes. So you don't get to go, hey, look, I called it after you helped create the event. 
<laughs> but nah, just, that's that is how religion works, Charlie. Fuck I, off. I don't know. Again, the fact that the machine even exists and it's connected to Peter kind of is like, yeah, but this kind of feels like it was fated to be. Like it feels like a weird, like con- like oh, closed yeah, no, no, no. time. So the way the way thing. that Fringe wrote this, it is very much it's good that they left ZFT in the past. Yeah. But there I'm were ways saying, to write this. It's it's written like oh this was the only way things could happen it was fated to be since the, like which I always hate in meet in a fiction where it's like no like ugh. let things be by random chance let things be just chaotic and chaos yeah don't Wait, have like every having... single thing be ordained by fate you like having free will what a fucking loser <laughs> what a nerd. Why, why do you want your characters to have agency? What's wrong with you? Don't you enjoy good media? I want, I want a book, David. I need you to recommend me a book where I can have in detail the sleeping arrangements of the characters. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's, hey, let's, get back to, uh, let's get back to Olivia attempting and failing again to do experiments that Walter's like, nah, we trained you for this. Um, well, don't we cut to the, the, timing isn't right. uh, the hospital room briefly? Uh, we do cut back. To, we do after that scene cut back to the hospital room briefly, like interspliced in that, um, where right. a finally nurse. a nurse comes by <laughs> and goes, "Huh, this this bed is empty. I guess we'll go get one of those burn victims." And then looks at the little like you know envelope that's there that just says, "I am going home." And she's like, "Uh oh." Well, I assume, <laughs> there's a person here. I assume she was coming to check on the coma victim, not just you know. Yeah. Like I think she was doing a regular like check on hey that dude's in a coma better go check on him like move him around so he doesn't get bed sores and he was missing um Uh-oh. but yeah and then we're back at walter's lab they moved the typewriter and olivia's still struggling and walter's like hey do you do you want some cortexafan i could shoot you up with some cortexafan that'll help right that helps right or sorry that'll olivia do, right? olivia asked for cortexafan and walter's like hell no that could kill you or might harm you it, it won't work and he's like, I know how this feels. Like, I had a piece of my brain taken out. I don't think I'll ever be as good as I once was. But, like, hey, you're something special. You fuck my son good. Uh, upsetting. And then after, after that glorious pep talk, Astrid's like, hey, Peter's missing. Thought you should know. Bye. And then we cut to seeing the, the machine being um, totally not escorted by CG helicopters. <laughs> down the Hudson towards Liberty Island. We Where, see Peter. Surprisingly, Peter is there already. Yeah, wow. Wow. Oh my yes. god. Um and he, Peter tries to walk in through the thing and Well no, secure. he goes to a pawn shop. Oh right, he goes to a pawn shop. He's looking for a pawn shop, yes. Yeah. He wants a silver half dollar because it always brought him luck. Wow, really tying all these plot lines together in a drawn out, totally engaging way. And he finds one, and he's like, man, I d- d- always knew there was more than one of a thing. <laughs> hey, man, did you know that there's always more than one of a thing? And the dude's like, are you okay? <laughs> you look like you got some head wounds, and he's like, credit card. <laughs> you, you still have a hospital tag on you, credit card. <laughs> Your nose is bleeding. Uh, Something awful there, friend. Credit card. <laughs> I have more than Which one point? of a credit card, too. <laughs> At which point the guy goes, all right, 600 bucks for this half silver, like this half silver dollar. Peter's and like, Peter credit goes, card. Peter goes, there's always more the card of one of a credit. 
<laughs> guy's like, whatever. He'll be fine. The guy's like, hey, you, I, I can just swipe this, right? Like, you don't need, like, a pin code or anything. We're, we're in the States where, like, you know, it's just still swipe and it's easy for me to steal your money. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Weird social commentary on sudden, Nick. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we cut to Walter's lab where they're all freaking out because Peter's missing. And, well, if he was going home to Cambridge, he didn't get there. The house is still empty and agents are posted and no one saw him. Um, and Walter's like, oh, my God, he forgot where he lived because he got hit in the head. And Astrid's like, hey, it's OK. Just don't snap at me anymore, you old man. Or I'll withdraw your tapioca pudding. <laughs> And well, no, I really like how Astrid's response is, and don't worry, think about how many times we found you when you went wandering enough for yeah. home. It's, it's a bishop special. Like father, like son. I, I, and then goes on a ramble about, oh, I guess he's not really your son because you stole him, setting this whole course of events into motion. Let's not worry about that. Let's worry about how the fact that that cab ride was fucking $800. <laughs> my god it was from boston it was from boston to uh new york yeah i guess that's true that is that is my response to that <laughs> all right where, where are we um we are olivia olivia joins back in in our a and b story are now one story right um, yeah or olivia comes back essentially from a typewriter experience and goes mm-hmm. it's not working but you you think you found peter cool let's go get and we cut back to Peter, now on Liberty Island, because he needs to go speak to his dad. Yeah, um, he's like, I just speak to my father. He's a secretary of defense. And the people are like, Walter uh, Bishop, are you okay? <laughs> you okay, bud? Credit card. <laughs> that is a Washington state. P- Pittsville to 42nd and Lexington is also a 16 hour drive. Listen, it's night out now. <laughs> But, like, what did he and the cabbie talk about? Or did they sit in absolute silence for 16 hours? I assume I assume Peter paid and then passed out immediately for 16 <laughs> hours. Because, you know, concussion, recovering from a coma. Okay, never mind. $800? Uh, fairly cheap now for 16 hours. The perfect thing to do after you've been, you know, in a coma slash had a massive concussion. Pass out for, like, 16 to 18 hours. <laughs> Safe. Good for you. That's why, he, that's why he paid a thousand dollars for that silver dollar. <laughs> and then he got swindled by a ferry operator, where he got charged five grand for a ferry ticket because he's heading towards the Statue of Liberty, where everyone else is running away because it's being evacuated. And a security guard is like, "Hey, man, you can't come in. You should be running with everyone else." And Peter's like, "No, no, no. I gotta talk to my dad, Walternet." The guy's like, who's Walter Nitt? He's like, Secretary of Defense, Walter Nitt Bishop. Walter Nitt Bishop Nitt. <laughs> yes. You know. There, the there's always are. more than <laughs> there's always more than one of a thing, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. The security guard's like, are you okay? <laughs> and then fortunately, Olivia and Walter and Astrid arrive, and Peter looks at Walter and goes, There are two of you. There is always more than one of a thing. <laughs> Incredible. Isn't Sam also in, um, they're like, a, they're talking and Sam's just like in the lab and they're about to yeah. head to Liberty Island and he's just reading a magazine and they're like, sorry, Sam, can't come with us. And he's like, nah, that's cool. Peace. I didn't want to come anyways. Yeah. Get fucked. And um, as, as they leave, he starts looking out at the skyline and then I guess Walter also had a Newton's cradle and it starts going wild too. 
Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's Samwise looking on from the sidelines. Well, no, there's there's a Newton's cradle, and isn't he like? It starts going off, but it's not his Newton cradle. I'm uh, saying no, Walter Samwise just... has come back to. He's in New York at this point. Like he. Fought. Anyways, yeah, he got told by Bishop. Anyway, oh. yeah, he, anyways. anyways, Walter, we cut away from this scene to like them back in in uh, some sort of lab, I think. Is well, they're under. The they're lab? in Liberty Island. Okay. They're Not in Liberty, Liberty Island, Island, being like. And Walter's doing a quick medical check on Peter, and Peter's like, "Yeah, I I remember you're you're not the Secretary of Defense. Sweater gave it away. I know who that is. I know who I am. I'm getting my memory." Walter's like, "Well, that's good." Hey, you did something. It's well done, son. The fact that you're uh, getting your memory back probably means you'll get all of it back, right? Hopefully. Uh, but we'll uh, instead cut to Olivia and Peter discussing, uh, you know, what's, you know, what's been going on. What have you been up to? Um, hey, isn't this drawing crazy? I don't know how I'm ever going to, uh, you know, do like take the machine offline, like you know, stop it with my mind. Uh, Walter was trying to make me do that with a typewriter earlier, but I couldn't. And Peter's like, oh, what were you, what were you trying to say? Olivia starts, you know, tells him, and at the same time, we cut back to. <gasps> Ooh. And the typewriter's going off. In the lab, by herself, and randomly a typewriter starts typing. You know, the, the horror shit that we expect. I would yeah. leave. <laughs> I would message... just vacate. Well, no, the, the good news is, is that Astrid goes and looks, and fortunately the words that are written there are, be a better father, uh, be a better man than your father, <laughs> which Astrid goes, cool, this couldn't be about me. Excellent. <laughs> Olivia really butchered the message, and it says, be good dad. <laughs> Well, Astrid looks at that and goes, "Nah, my 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 father was a was was a great man. No one needs to be better than him." <laughs> David, I thought you were gonna say, uh, David, I thought you were gonna say was incredibly abusive and used to yeah, beat me. I I'm gonna be really worse than him. He was gonna and I was say, like, abusive. "Oh no, David, no." I, I listen. I didn't, and you guys went there. <laughs> you started to say abuse. You did. You did say the word abuse. I was starting to say a beautiful man, and I was like, "Wait, that doesn't work." <laughs> what men can't be beautiful they can be but you wouldn't say like oh man my father is so beautiful i'll never be better than him i like how you say they can be like you have yet to see it <laughs> you're just like men can be beautiful i i don't know if it's possible though the it, it ex- the possibility exists i haven't seen it bite the Ooh. cables echo bite the cables Cannot be instructing my cat to do these things. <laughs> can he hear me? We can curse this episode. No, he can't. Anyhow, we're back at Liberty Island, and Broyles is yelling at everyone, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And they're like, "Who is this guy? Does, is he allowed I'm to a be colonel. here?" I'm allowed to be here. <laughs> everyone I'm else, not every, high. All non-essential personnel, get the fuck out. You're like, high. I'm, I'm not stoned at work. No one can tell. <laughs> and he just turns and his eyes are fucking bloodshot. <laughs> and he's literally smoking. <laughs> he's got a joint in his mouth. He keeps popping chews. Uh, but Walter's like, giving... This is, this is better than the LSD that I had before. I'm stepping it down <laughs> one, one step at a time. Uh, but um, Walter is kind of giving Olivia a last-minute prep talk before she tries to uh, crowbar the machine open with her brain. Um, and Burrells is like, right, do you know what to do? 
Olivia? And she's like, maybe. And he's like, exactly what I want to hear. I, how did right, my we'll life end up there, at team. this point? Break. Yep. <laughs> he's like, I'm glad I could help during all of this and fucks off. Uh, and this, so I will say, these last like four minutes of them, you know, it's like a solid four minutes of them going from, all right, are we ready to do to like stop the machine to the machine being stopped? Okay, okay, but which... this this literally could have been the ending of last episode if if Peter <laughs> didn't get the force fielded, we could have just gone to this scene immediately. <laughs> like... If you mean you mean if Sam Weiss showed up and was like, hey, there's a key and a crowbar. And hey, the machine was turned on. We have to deactivate it. And then they found that it was Olivia. And then you cliffhanger off that instead of doing all the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but then what happens to, to episode twenty one? It just doesn't yeah, happen. It just they but... film they film an episode from season one again with Charlie, <laughs> and they just air it. Well, no. We instead we just get a red universe where all of this happens, but in the red universe. Um... No, no, it's the red universe episode where Charlie gets bit by that bug monster. <laughs> no, no, no. We have oh, red yeah. universe where Wham Sice is trying to stop Samwise. Oh my god! And he's like, we too have a crowbar, but instead it's a ceiling crowbar. <laughs> we have duct tape. You know how you can use a crowbar to pry things open? I'm gonna pry open that Samwise's skull with this one. <laughs> I'm gonna pry this shut. <laughs> They're like, Wham! That makes no sense. Wham, Sice, where like, did you come from? And? You think that's the thing that most makes the least sense about me? What about my fucking name? <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's the last Sam Weiss. I'm the first Wham, Sice. <laughs> did, did you know that Wham, Sice is an anagram for Sam Weiss? I'm the man. Did you know that Aminagram is an anagram for Wham, Sice is Sam Weiss? <laughs> <laughs> I see you mess. <laughs> uh, anyhow, right. Olivia manages to open the device and like shut it down. Um, and Brandon in Red Universe is like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he's and calls, yep, that's our Brandon scene for yeah, the episode. That's the Brandon scene. Is his <laughs> yelling for Walter at the something's happening? <laughs> And you want both Brandons to die in a tragic accident, don't you? I want yeah. both Brandons to be zombies and then for them to get deaded. Deaded? Deaded? It's getting you were gonna say okay, you were gonna okay. say decapitated, weren't you? I was trying to say killed, but I started saying dead. <laughs> Anyhow, Olivia and Peter share a nice kiss, and we get a flashback from Olivia's point of view of all Peter's cute faces, and then. Peter goes and gets in the machine and we get a flashback from his point of view of all of Olivia's cute faces and it's all very cute. And he, he puts his hands in the armholes and his feet in the feet holes like he's putting on shirt and pants, but it's a giant potentially universe ending <laughs> machine. So you know how that goes. Basically. And then he uh, gets uh, shocked or something. He like has a seizure and wakes up with a wildly different haircut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like in the I hate of this a haircut battle as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and some dude's like, "Oh my god, Agent Agent uh, Bishop, what, what's going on?" And Peter's like, "Wait, what?" And then a grenade goes off. Well, <laughs> yeah, and then he he lands near the uh, we will ne- the never forget nine eleven 
and then also the dedicated to their memory september 11th 2021 which mm-hmm. did not happen i will add <laughs> thankfully oh my god <laughs> thank god well, fri- fri- oh my wait, god, wait. Fringe. wait no we haven't come to that yet yeah charlie. we have not had 2021 yet charlie we haven't had september 2021 yet oh no <laughs> what if jj called it what if what if the civil war happens J- and jj called if- it JJ with the Babe Ruth called shot. <laughs> yeah, because there's, uh, I guess it's now, I, I don't know what is he. He looks at the it's like the new Freedom Tower, mm-hmm. the One World Trade Center, or something. But then before the, like that really happens, the soldiers like you've been you've been hurt, and Peter's like, oh my god, I'm bleeding. Oh wait, ah. you're a member of Fringe Division. <laughs> What's going on? Why are we talking like Sylvester happening? Stallone? Why is he suddenly Sylvester Stallone? It's the hair. I hate that haircut. It's like too high up top and too short on the sides. <laughs> but anyways, that is the end of our episode. Hey, David, it did sure you know that I am, I am going home as an anagram for Sam Weiss? No. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you add in the words... The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Only you know, Sam Weiss's middle name. <laughs> okay, so the, what I was talking about, David, was in uh, the season two finale over there, part two, when they go into uh, Walter Nitt's lab at MIT on the chalkboard. Actually, Nick, can I say this right now? Um, I don't know. I think I can say this now. <laughs> hmm. David, what do you think? Say it, I'll beep it if it's a spoiler, I guess? It, he's kind of out of the show now, so I think it's fine. There's, hey man, it's up to on, you. On the chalkboard is the phrase, a demon's twist rusts. And that is an anagram for don't trust Sam Weiss. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Spooky, I do spooky. remember that. Yeah. Uh, the Observer is... Yeah, I think Sam Weiss uh, was so fucking suspicious anyways. This yeah. <laughs> but what what shouldn't you trust him about? Hmm. Question for question. Yeah. His bowling okay, skills. Fair enough. <laughs> no, those are demonstrably proven. <laughs> and I don't trust that he don't trust him for them. <laughs> the fact that he has them makes me think he's not human. <laughs> the observer is behind the sidewalk, uh is following Peter on the sidewalk um after he arrives in New York by ex- expensive taxi cab. And the glyphs spell out multi, like the multiple edging sessions Peter had throughout this episode. Um, taking back to our previously on um, episode. <laughs> taking back <laughs> what? Oh my god, this is so stupid. <laughs> we all taking lost back. like 40 points of IQ? What happened? David, you're going to be David, so we beat pissed. you and slay the spire. That, that is all brain consumed by now. <laughs> oh my god, David, you're going to be so pissed. Oh, I don't want to know what this is. What is it? This one's like semi-fine. So if you remember back to the start of the previous episode when Armageddon happened, essentially, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you you remember that? Uh, remember that? Um, like rancher's truck that yeah. we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a bumper sticker on that truck. What did the bumper you know sticker it, say? The bumper sticker didn't say anything, but it did have a lightning bolt. That's not a fucking thing. <laughs> Which is also confusing because that means that it's a Tampa Bay Lightning bumper sticker. I'm pretty sure it looks like the Lightning's old logo. But what is that rancher in like 
Akron, Ohio. <laughs> no, he's in New York. Oh yeah, he's sorry. In New he, York. He's in Accord, New York. What Why is, is he, he doing for the Tampa Bay of Lightning? Like, because. not even the Rangers, not even the Islanders. If you're low brow, <laughs> so so that is yeah. That's um, some hockey birds. My, so my response to that is that is how I know that this was put in the episode. Oh, this wasn't no, like a, oh the, by the way that truck happened to have a Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning sticker on it. No, David, <laughs> uh, the hockey Burns. He uh, he plays for San Jose. His I'll name ki- is his name is Brent Burns, and he's a defenseman. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fun facts. This episode is written by the same team that has written some other episodes in this season. Uh, <laughs> notably, not the finale. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I, I'm now this, this writing team was together before and also wrote other episodes. I'm now realizing what a nothing sentence that was. Well done, David. You've joined us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the two writers also wrote um, uh, Plateau, Plateau, Marionette, and Blue. Yeah, and they oh. the weird dead woman serial killer episode. Oh no, um, we brought this up too because it's Allison Shapker and yeah. Monica Owusu-Breen. <laughs> yes, it's them. Oh, that poor last name. <laughs> I'd forgotten about it. I was like, I've seen that name before. Hey, it's all good. After Fringe, she went on to go write for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right. Well done. Pretty good, yeah. No, it's... (laughs) David, that's better than you'll do in your writing career. Uh, (laughs) I would rather not ever write for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right. Let's get these uh, real, real scathing episode ratings out of the way. This is like a 2.5. This is like average. This is two to two point five. Watching a lot this, of, a lot of nothing happens. Watching this during my lunch break, I was actually like kind of enjoying it. But now going through it and realizing that this is a nothing episode, yeah, this is like a two, two, two point five for me. Yeah, fuck you guys. This is a four. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. <laughs> it was You're right that it doesn't have any plot. <laughs> like it doesn't really have any relevance. But I just enjoyed the you subplot. It was just fun. Your episode out. And it would have no effect. You're right, but this episode was fun. We had a fucking treasure hunt that happened for part of the episode. But it wasn't even a we treasure hunt. They just went to the scientist. The treasure hunt was just, hey, we're going to this location. We know where everything is. We didn't get to see any and... sort of weird, like, tre- like, ugh. Imagine Indiana Jones, but instead of, like, the penitent man and shit, they're just like, hey, I got it. All right, let's leave. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Nick, it was a terrible take, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, you giving this episode a four makes me want to go through every episode we've done, make a spreadsheet, and see what episodes you've rated also a four. You and giving go, this episode these hold a four up? lowers the quality of your other ratings. I can no longer trust them. Fuck you guys. Remember last episode when you guys were like, yeah, no, this episode's great. Four. And I gave it a two. Yeah, no, exactly. this is the fucking redemption arc. <laughs> the redemption arc. You probably secretly like Bound too. Oh, no, fuck that episode. Uh, you that is the Bound. worst insult Bound's you can give me. your favorite episode. Oh, I bet you like giant cold viruses, you fucking freak. Oh, oh. <laughs> I bet you don't even accept the canon that it was a giant stomach cell. No, you want it to be a virus. 
He's so upset. You think it's creative and inventive. The worst thing is, is I'm not even on outro duty, so I can't even just go fuck you guys and start the outro. I'm held hostage. You think the science advisors were, you guys... were right and that it wasn't a wild leap? We already have some of the science, we just take it farther. I stand by my four rating. I enjoyed, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Well, audience, since we were unable to bully Nick out of his four-star rating, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and downloading this absolute train wreck of a podcast. Uh, next week, we have the season finale of Fringe, and then we will be going on to the special features um, and maybe another sort of special season break episode. Um, probably not an RPG because I don't got the time for that right now. But <laughs> no one has the time for that. No one has the time. We can watch that uh, movie we'll we wanted to watch. <laughs> Do a live commentary. I don't wanna. <laughs> Too I don't bad. Wanna. You don't want to watch Zoom starring wanna. Tim Allen? No. Is it on Amazon Prime? Is the question. I think it's on Netflix. Is it? Um, but anyways. Uh, if you like this and you want to see us continue doing this, please feel free to give us a uh, like or a five-star rating on your podcatching service of choice. Be that iTunes, Spotify, <laughs> or, uh, I don't know, uh, Amazon Alexa, uh, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, Stitcher, whatever weird service you got this on. Uh, until next time, outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.